are listening to a Commonwealth Bank of Australia Global Economic and Markets Research Podcast. This podcast provides general market-related information and is not intended to be an investment research report. The information contained in this podcast is based on previously published material and before listening, you're advised to read the full Global Economic and Markets Research Disclaimers, which can be found at combankresearch.com.au. Welcome to the Global Economic and Markets Research Podcast. My name is Belinda Allen and I'm a Senior Economist here at ComBank and today I've got our Chief Economist, Stephen Halmarek, joining me. Stephen, nice to have you on. Thanks, Belinda. Very good to be back again. Now, we're here to talk about the ComBank Household Spending Intention Series and really the consumer is front of mind at the moment. Uh, This is data for October. We've had the RBA... Are lifting the cash rate now since May. Uh, they lifted the cash rate also in early November. But I guess one of the things that we've been really trying uh, to dive into the last few months is how is the consumer responding not only to those higher interest rates, we know there's a lag between when the RBA lifts the cash rate and when higher mortgage repayments actually occur, that can be three months, but also the fact that we've seen elevated inflation as well. So with that context in mind, how did the October numbers for the Household Spending Intentions Index look? Well, as you say, you know, a lot of focus on the consumer impact of the RBA's rate hikes. But what we actually saw, the October HSI was a, an increase of so 0.9% on the month uh, of October. Uh, but it's really important, I think, that we highlight that the, the increase was quite narrowly based, uh, which we'll, we'll go through. So household services, uh, retail, entertainment were up. And we can also see that a, a large part of the increase in spending in the month of October was actually related to higher prices mm. rather than higher volume. So it's really reflecting higher prices, so particularly for things like food. Uh, so although the, the index is up on the month, uh, certainly, it's, it's, as I mentioned, narrowly based and impacted by things like the higher inflation that we're all experiencing. Yes, we are. And we did see that with the third quarter inflation print we got out uh, just around uh, two weeks ago now, uh, where headline inflation rose by 7.3% over the year. It will drift a little bit higher uh, in coming months. And we also know, you know, not just from our data series here, but also through other measures by the Australian Bureau of Statistics, the fact that volume growth has been quite soft, particularly for food and household goods. Now, before we talk about kind of uh, that category, let's talk about household services because that was one of the main lifts higher in the month that did lift by 3.7%. But that was after some falls uh, the prior month in September. Yes, that's right. So household services, there was actually quite a wide variety of things that went up Mm. on the month. So uh, people were spending more money on vets, uh, so looking after their pets, uh, uh, things like swimming pools, perhaps getting ready for the summer months. But also uh, another increase in spending on charity. Mm. So I think this is a you know a response to you know, clearly those uh, those big weather related events that we've been having. Um, so you know, uh, Australians helping out other Australians, which is good to see. Now, one of the other big lifts we saw in October was for the retail household spending intentions category. That was up 3.3%. But when we really looked into the details of this category, the headline strength 
nowhere near represented what was actually happening in this category. Yes, that's right. That's right. So what we actually see when we look into the details is that a large part of the increase in retail in the month was food. Uh, so increased spending on food, and that was really uh, all about higher prices for that food. So uh, I don't think we could interpret that as you know a sign of strength in the consumer. Mm. And in fact, it's a you know it's a, it's quite a concern that people are having to spend more and more on the, of their income on these you know basics like food. And again, back to what we just mentioned, you know the, the big weather events that we've had over recent months certainly playing a part there. So on, on the face of it, retail looks quite strong, up 3.3% on a month, but a substantial part of that is just really due to higher food prices. And that accounts for around 35% of the category. And then one of the other issues that we do have in October is it's actually quite, uh, when you look at particularly the Australian Bureau of Statistics data, when we can kind of work out, it's going to be technical, the seasonal factors, uh, it looks like September... It looks like October, uh, when we do seasonally adjust uh, that number, will actually be quite weak. So there is that element as well. So there's a price impact, but also some seasonal factors. That means the October retail number looks a lot less positive than that headline number uh, did actually uh, print at. A good way to indicate that is if we look at October last year, Mm. uh, retail spending was actually up 9.2% on the month. And October 2020 was up 5% on the month. Um, And remembering last year, we were in lockdown on the East Coast. So um, a 3.3% increase this uh, October this year sounds a lot on face value, but um, not nearly as strong as the last few Octobers when we were in, in the middle of COVID lockdown. That's right. Now, we did see another lift in the entertainment spending category. Now, this has been quite volatile, but what we've noticed also when we look at our high-frequency CBA credit and debit card spending data as well is we've seen such a lift in spending on recreation. So very similar to the entertainment category. Now, we think a lot of this strength is actually because we have a large number of Australians travelling at present. Uh, yes, that's right. So spending on entertainment was up just over 2% on the month um, and that followed again in September as well. So I think there's a school holiday effect mm. there. I think um, there were some you know, some rather large sporting events over the, over the month as well that people probably enjoyed. Uh, and as you said, I think just a lot of pent-up demand for really people to get out and about. So um, things like eating and drinking out and uh, recreation generally were all quite strong. So um, a lot of those holidays or travel or eating out experiences may well have been booked a, a few months ago as yes. well, you know, before interest rates really started uh, rising. So uh, perhaps it's a um, you know, people uh, you know really using that um, <clears throat> sorry people using that pent up demand to get out and about before things get a little bit tougher. And one of the last categories to talk about that went up was transport. Uh, that was up 1.6%. We're certainly seeing more mobility uh, in the Australian economy, but also that was impacted by the lift in the petrol price as the full excise tax came back on. Uh, yes, that's right. So uh, a bit of a lift in, in transport in a month, 1.6%. And if we look at the change um, on a year, it's up uh, 87.6% relative to October last year. And that obviously sounds like a lot in October last year. We were, we were in, um, you know, again, lockdown on the East Coast. But the peak increase uh, on an annual rate in uh, travel was, sorry, in transport was 146% mm. in July. 
So um, after that surge in the first half of this year, as we, you know, again, we're out of lockdowns in the, on the East Coast, um, spending on, on transport is not nearly as strong in the last couple of months compared to that surge uh, in the first half of the year. That's right. Now, most of the other categories just had small uh, moves up or down. So health and fitness up plus 0.3, communications and digital plus 0.1, education down slightly, same as utilities and insurance costs and motor vehicles. There were some chunkier falls though in travel and home buying. Now, we spoke earlier that we're seeing kind of lifts in entertainment and recreation spend, but that was booked from travel a few months ago, whereas more recent evidence is that travel spending is starting uh, to wane. Yes, that's right. So travel on the month was actually down 2.4%. Uh, that that was partly offset by a gain of 3.6% in September. Uh, but again, if we look at the annual change, uh, travel spending was 55.3% up on October last year. But the peak in the recovery mm. for travel spending was 141% uh, up in August. Uh, so uh, similarly to transport, you know, after that surge uh, post-lockdown, it does look like the momentum on travel spending is beginning to wane. And no surprises that home buying is continuing to retreat as well. This is one of the first categories that reacted to the interest rate hiking cycle and obviously the, the sheer strength we saw back in 2021. So home buying was down another 3.1% in October and the annual falls are now down 27.3%. Yes, that's right. Uh, as you say, it should be no surprise there mm-hmm. that, you know, that home buying intentions continue to shift lower as the RBA really um, continues on their aggressive monetary policy tightening. All right, Stephen, that kind of wraps up the October HSI. Uh, It was very narrowly based. Really, we're starting to see those impacts not only of high prices, uh, but also I think we are starting to see the impact of those interest rate hikes come through. Be interesting to see what the results show next month. Thanks for joining. A pleasure. Thanks, Belinda. Now, you can read the Household Spending Intentions Report, which was published on the 8th of November 2022 on combankresearch.com.au. And the data used in the Commonwealth Bank Household Spending Intentions Series is a combination of CBA data and publicly available Google Trends data. Any reference to the term CBA data means the proprietary data of the bank. And as the statistics take into account only the bank's data, it may not reflect all trends in the market. All customer data used or represented is anonymised and aggregated before analysis and is used and disclosed in accordance with the bank's privacy policy.